0: Hey everyone, welcome back for episode 114 of the PATH podcast. I am Jason. Hey, I'm Derek. And we are so glad that you decided to join us today as we continue down the PATH. Um, yesterday we talked about um, a, an interesting subject that Jesus inspires us uh, to certain things. We talked about that Jesus inspires us to joy, he inspires us to singing, uh, and he inspires us to imagination, Derek. So um, maybe take a moment and situate that in this whole person of interest uh, series that we've been going through, and then uh, let's kind of dig in for a couple of minutes on some handles to hold on to. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> one of the things we didn't get to talk much about yesterday was, you know, well, I mean, for one, I'm just trying not to, like, just, like, take J. Warner Wallace's stuff <laughs> right. and just talk about that. Yeah, we're not preaching the book, No, the whole point of, of that was to be more, you know, um, as a guide, but then also give some... Um, um, you know, illustrations and that kind of thing. Yeah, but one of, one of the things that he talked about, and he he kind of went to architecture school, like has gone to Europe and other places and studied, like you know, architecture that is yeah. all you know, uh, you know, Christian based. You know, sure, all, yeah, like yeah. a lot of ancient yeah, yeah. Stuff cathedrals is, and, yeah, and I, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've been to London and the Westminster Abbey and like. All these like enormous beautiful mm-hmm. places that you know at one point were you know places where Christianity did thrive. Now they're yes. just museums, but right, but still you can see that that uh, and that was his point was that you know and this he's talking about the fallout now, right? Mm-hmm. So we talked about the fuses, the things leading up to Jesus' arrival, and then the things that after Jesus arrived exploded onto the scenes. And yeah. as an investigator, he would he would look at all those and. and Determine, you know, who the person of interest was. Well, right. you can't deny that uh, Jesus has inspired art. Um, yeah. you know, Michelangelo, uh, the Sistine Chapel, mm-hmm. uh, Michelangelo's David. Yeah, you know, I mean, like Christianity, tr- uh, belief in the Bible, all these things have inspired art. Yeah. and at one point, a lot of it, most of it, mm-hmm. was Christian. Based or Christianity, um, um, you know, um, inspired. Yeah. <clears throat> and so he he uses that to say you you, you have to look back. At why, why would this person that is seemingly insignificant according to the world, yeah, inspire so much art? You know. Now, I'll just be honest. That was an interesting message to try to kind of <laughs> point us to what does that matter to us yeah and the thing that i came to was that question you know i I try to ask a question in my message uh every week you know why why do people need to hear this Yeah, what's the need in the room that this passage of scripture answers because we believe that god is is sovereign that his word is sufficient yeah uh hebrews tells us that hebrews 12 that the word of, uh, or 412, uh, that the word of the Lord is um, sharpened the two-edged sword. Mm-hmm. It's sufficient, you know, it divides, um, uh, it divides, you know, it's powerful. Yeah. And then in First Timothy, it talks about how the word is sufficient and mm-hmm. in, in for every need. So <clears throat> if the word is sufficient, then right. every need that we have, the word has an answer to. Yeah. And so, I'm, you know, I'm just as I'm studying, I'm trying to think, you know, what is that thing that, that we need? And um, some of the terminology that he used was, you know, that Jesus inspired all these things, that, mm-hmm. these artists. And, you know, and he, he traces throughout history, like, how much art is, is inspired. And it was great. It was very interesting to read. You sure. can read it in the book if you will get it from our Pathway Resource Center. Yeah. But it was not, you know, something it wasn't I sermon. needed to yeah. jump into a bunch yeah. But with all that to say, um, I thought about that inspiration I did, and I was like, you know what, Jesus does inspire, mm-hmm. and he inspires inspires us today. And I shared a story, even from my own life, of how Jesus and and what He had done for me was really that thing that the Lord used to call me to ministry, and it, mm-hmm. it's just something I couldn't get over. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, I it welled up so deep in me as a sixteen year old and and following. I just had to do something about it. I wanted the world to be impacted by, not yeah. by me, but by the message of Jesus sure. in me and through me. And, and so I think that was the thing I wanted to capture, if, if I could, was this idea of, you know, Jesus ought to inspire you, mm-hmm. like the audience, yeah. the people in the room, like you and me. like it, it's, And I think I think that's something we lack on a grand scale mm-hmm. in Christianity, because a lot of people they follow Jesus because their grandparents did. You know what I mean? Like there's sure. this yeah. level of Christianity in our nation that is a holdover from what my granny did, my granddad did, or you know, what I mean, my family <clears throat> followed Jesus. I grew up in church. But like, pull all that away.
0: Yeah.
1: Does Jesus like spark in you something unquenchable? That's yeah. that was kind of the the thought that I wanted to go through because that's what he did with the disciples yeah you know that they, they went from being um, you know Galileans and tax collectors and fishermen yeah to like going all over the world with the gospel message mm-hmm. being his witnesses in Jerusalem Judea Samaria and to the utter ends of the earth you know I mean mm-hmm. like they were inspired by Jesus by the Holy Spirit and they did amazing things because they, mm-hmm. they, they believed it. They lived it. It it was in the depths of them, and the you know it right. welled up inside, of them and then it had to explode out. Yeah. And so you know how do we get that? It was kind of the question mm-hmm. that I thought. And so um, a passage that uh, Jay Warner Wallace kind of pointed to was this uh, passage in uh, First Chronicles. 15 uh, 15 and 16 mm-hmm. um, about the ark. you know the the yeah the ark and it being on poles and at the time Moses was to instruct um, or David not David. Moses, yeah. Davis was, <laughs> David was to instruct um, all the congregation everyone around to sing with joy yeah right so it's this you know the presence of God this Ark the presence of God, and they was like, you got to sing with joy about right, this, yeah. right? And then, and then after they sang with joy, then the the musicians joined in. It was so it was a worship service. Yeah, I mean, it was this worship service, you know, with the presence of God in their midst, and you know, because the presence of God in their midst was in their midst they ought to they ought to worship. They ought right. to sing they, they they should have been inspired <clears throat> to all these things. Mm-hmm. Well, then we, you know, looked looked at uh, Psalm 105. It talks about, you know, the importance of singing so that the world can know Yeah. um that God is who he is, who he says he is. And then Colossians, we all went all the way to Col- Colossians. And says that we ought to sing to one another mm-hmm. and that that brings unity. And so Putting all those kind of things together, doing a, a lot of jumping around, which I I really it's not my favorite thing to do, but sure. but I think I don't think I was uh, uh, I don't think I I think I maintained the context of the various passages. Yeah, I think you're right, and showed how they all point to the same kind of thing. Uh, but with all that, you know, we should be inspired. Number one, to joy, like the very presence of Jesus in our life. It's not. A box on a, on some poles that you know some people are carrying and <laughs> yeah. you know israel the very presence of god is within us mm-hmm. because jesus died for us and he's given us His holy spirit to be within us so jesus has done far more you know yeah to give us specific things that we should be joyful about yeah. right? we have even more reason to be joyful. really we, yeah. we really do yeah and it's not just like David the King saying, "Hey, y'all need to sing with joy. It's mm-hmm. like we ought to sing with joy because the spirit of the living God, God is, is in us, yeah. yeah, and Jesus has done mm-hmm. so much, you know, and the you know in those days, I mean God was not God, that God was in a box, but God was this ethereal being,
0: right, well, and they were all <clears throat> in especially in that chronicles passage, they were all looking toward the Messiah
1: coming. Right. And we can look back and say he came. He came. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And he brought closeness. Yeah. He brought he's not this ethereal God any longer. He's, you know, God incarnate. Yeah. God with us. To be like our personal, you know, um, object of worship. Yeah. So that that should bring joy. And then we talked about I mean right. all the things he's done for us. Yeah. That should inspire where we're at. And, you know, it's like, and I asked the question, like, why aren't we joyful? Why aren't we more joyful? Mm-hmm. And then I use David again to say we ought to pray like David did when he realized what he'd done and screwed up. And yeah, he said, "Return to me the joy of my salvation, O God." You right. know, what I mean, like we need more joy. We need to be joyful about this. We yeah. need God to implant this, this desire, this passion, this this joy mm-hmm. within us. Yeah. So we talked about that. Um. We looked at singing, why that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, you, definitely a message you could have preached. But maybe <laughs> yeah, maybe it's helpful yeah. for folks to hear me preach it too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I asked the question, why do we sing? Why, you know, it's, if you think about it, it's kind of a strange thing we do every week. You know what I mean? Like yeah. compared to the rest of the world. I'm not sure. saying it's yeah, yeah, no. strange because we know what it's like. But, like, if the rest of the world's were looking at us like, why do y'all do that, you know? Yeah, why do y'all get together and <clears throat> sing? That's weird. Yeah. But, you know, and we talked about singing conveys obedience. It displays exuberance. Yeah, um, it communicates something, and it unifies. You mm-hmm. know, I gave an example from the wedding we were at yeah. the night before <laughs> uh, McKinley and Taylor's wedding, and uh, all of a sudden Taylor Swift came on, and people just <laughs> yeah to the dance floor. They're singing as at loud the top of as they can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it unified. It brought people together. Mm-hmm. They were singing something that was significant to them all together yeah. that you could definitely tell they were exuberant about it Right. the obedience thing I'm not sure about, about all that but <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, you know what I'm saying like yeah. in this moment we understand it in other, these, these other moments when our favorite song comes on we also sing you know Sweet Caroline at one point and everybody yeah. sing ba 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 you right. know? so um, singing in and of itself kind of this innate thing within singing mm-hmm. is joyful yeah. it's doing all these things that we said and so when we use singing to display who our God is mm-hmm. it's far more significant right. you know that's why David says hey sing with joy yeah sing with joy about our God right yeah. and so I think um, that's why we sing we sing because um God told us to. Yeah, uh, It shows our joy. And maybe not just shows our joy, but it informs our joy too. I think right. it's kind of, you know, you can be in a bad mood, your favorite song comes on, you kind of start singing, and then by the end of it, you could be in a totally <laughs> different spot. Like singing right. does something to us. Yeah. But then it also communicates something to everyone else. You right. know? And then singing communicates uh, that. We can be unified together so. yeah yeah one of the things that
0: i that i love about when we get to sing together as the church is that it that that whole idea of communicating truth uh about god that it communicates to a watching world mm-hmm. that yes we love god but it also we communicate to each other of hey remember we love god like yeah. i know this this past week may have been really hard for uh-huh. you but remember our god is good mm-hmm. and um so yeah, I love that that singing is this multi level, multifaceted oh, yeah. thing for us. That that yes, we are worshiping God, and He is the <clears throat> object of our worship. But in the process of worshiping our God, we're also reminding each other that remember, our God is incredible. Mm-hmm. We're also showing a watching world, hey, our God is incredible, and yeah. we
1: worship Him because we believe that. Yeah. So. Then the final thing we talked about was just that Jesus inspires imagination. I almost talked about Jesus inspires worship, but really. I think joy, singing, and imagination can be used to that's kind of the overarching thing, It's like yeah. that's how we worship him. You right. know, we he inspires us to live our lives as a life of dedication and honor and glory mm-hmm. to him. And we don't you don't just have to sing on Sundays to do that. Right. You don't have to be here just be here on Sundays. Worship doesn't just happen. In the room on Sundays is what I'm trying to say. It can happen when we uh, paint a picture. Mm -hmm. It can happen when someone (laughs) puts a beautiful um, picture of who God is Mm -hmm. on the Sistine Chapel. It can be um, making sculptures. It can be any kind of artistic expression. Mm -hmm. But it can be using our imagination by creating some graphic design. Yeah. Making something with wood,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, using our business savvy in a way that honors and glorifies God. Yeah, um, being a nurse and caring for people out of exuberance for the Lord. Like, yeah. there's so many facets. Like every right. facet of life can be used with just a little of imagination to say, "How can I use this for the glory of God?" And yeah. the the verse we used was Colossians two seventeen, and it says um whatever you do or whatever you need to drink do for the glory of God yeah. so like whatever you do you just got use it to glorify God right and you were you were we were talking earlier about yeah. some stuff to share a little bit about yeah
0: that. i was going to say that it's just it it's a it's just a perspective change really in yeah. your mind because god has placed each one of us in a certain place to do a certain thing let's do that thing for the glory of god mm-hmm. whether that is you know, making widgets on the factory or it's teaching children at a high school or it's uh, taking care of a home as a, as a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. or, you know, going to the office and do it. Whatever the thing is, do it for God's glory. Yeah. Just use that use that perspective of every morning of, you know, yes, it's the monotony of getting up and going to work, but let's change the perspective of on my way to work or wherever I'm going, I'm doing this thing today even though it may seem like a mundane task I'm doing this thing for the glory of the yeah. Lord and that that is that kind of sanctified imagination thing that we're talking about that that God God has gifted us in certain ways now yes he has gifted some people to be sculptors and painters but he's also gifted other people to be really hard workers mm-hmm. and gifted other people to be teachers and yeah. and use those things for God's glory
1: yeah uh, just so I'm clear, it was Colossians 3.17, and it says, Whatever you do, in order and deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Absolutely. And so it's just everything that we do in our life is about that. You know, we were talking earlier, and you mentioned you know, um, the creativity of God. God is a creative God. He mm-hmm. created the world. Yeah. He created us. He created all things. Mm-hmm. But we understand from scripture that we bear his image, we were made in the image of God. Uh, um, Therefore, there is this level of creativity Mm -hmm. that points back to him, that's right, and each and every one of us. So, you may think you may be out there and you think, Well, I'm not a creative, you know, I don't write songs, or I don't play an instrument, or I don't sing, or I don't paint, or whatever. Yeah, it's not what we're talking about, Mm -hmm. right? Everyone bears the image of God, therefore, everyone bears this idea of creativity to some extent and and it's just taking a few moments thinking a little bit extra and saying like you said how can what i'm doing be something that i do in the name of the lord yeah how can what i'm doing bring honor and glory to jesus christ how can i be inspired by him and Mm -hmm. do the thing that i'm doing to reflect him
0: yeah how can i be joyful in doing the thing that is monotonous that i do every day yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, that kind of thing Yeah. yeah yeah And this is where we would turn it over to you. What 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 are those things? We, we'd love to help you think through those things. How, how can what you do every day, how God has gifted you and where he has placed you, how can you do that to glorify him? We'd love to talk to you about it. You can email us at thepath at life. And uh, we'd love to have that conversation with you and help you think through. Maybe we could get creative with you and help you think through how you can use what God has given you to glorify him. Uh, We'll continue next week uh, looking at Jesus as our person of interest. But until then, I am Jason. I'm Derek. And we hope you'll join us next time as we continue down the path.